We here? We started? Camera rolling? Camera rolling? We're all good. We're here. Welcome to Figuring It <laughs> Out. <laughs> With Austin and Spencer. Yes. We are live. You are Spencer, right? Yep. I'm just kidding. That's, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's an awkward intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get past it. That's, we'll back, power, to, that's back to episode we'll, one. <laughs> we'll power through it back to the, uh, back to the Zoom days. Oh. Oh, you know, that seems like a long time ago. Praise the Lord, we are not on Zoom anymore. Yeah, that was with my weird little bo- like weird little room. Uh-huh. That was sound like you're underwater half the time. That was terrible. That was absolutely awful. But now we're in the studio with our uh, fraud coffee cups. <laughs> Why would you expose us like that? <laughs> that? You know, we're all about being vulnerable and open here. And oh, is that what we're going for? Yeah, That's the yeah, shtick. Yeah. Okay. So. My coffee is like maybe <laughs> five, six hours old, so I'm not drinking it in. You've got a real coffee cup. I got a real coffee cup. Is there coffee inside? That's the question. You didn't answer the question earlier when I asked you. No. <laughs> I can't tell a lie. It's deliberating between telling a lie and looking looking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're, we're, just, we're just here for the vibes. So. Oh, that's great. Well, you can see something's different in person when we do this. When we were... When we were... I guess virtual or doing the the Zoom recording, you couldn't see when I got when I went to the or you couldn't tell when I went to the beach or uh, it was outside. <laughs> this, so I missed this Sunday's service, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I I heard from David. He's like Austin got burnt. I said burnt. What do you mean? He's like yeah. Austin got burnt bad, and I, I was like, oh no, what happened? <laughs> so why don't you give us a little bit of a rundown on? What happened that led to you getting sunburned? What happened to me getting sunburned? Well, let me. It's a real easy story. The sun. I put sunscreen on. Oh. I didn't put enough on. I got burned. Uh, <laughs> classic mistake. Dude, it was, it was rough though. Happens to it, the best of us. Was, you know those sunburns you get? Like, oh, I I didn't get sunburned on my back, which is good okay. because I got sunburned on my back one time, and that was the worst night's sleep. I have ever wow. had only once. That's Hands pretty impressive. Down. Because it was so bad. Yeah. Because I, I, after that, I'm like, nope, not never again. Mm-hmm. So like, when we go on family vacation, we go fishing. I'm like, I'm all covered up because I am never getting sunburned yeah. because I can't sleep. Uh-huh. It's so bad. Yeah. But I mean, you didn't get sunburned in Miami when you went, did I, you? <laughs> I did. I got a little bit of a. I wore a jersey out around, uh, and so I had like a little burn right here and like weird burns right there. <laughs> That's okay, though. But no, I'd oh, say the worst place to get burned is probably like on your feet. Have you ever got your feet burnt? Because then you can't wear shoes or it, yes. and it hurts. It's so bad. I don't know. The shoulders are pretty bad, too. Shoulders are bad. Lips. Lips are not. Have you, have you ever got your lips burnt? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, th- I just I, I've never thought of like yeah, yeah yeah your lips can get burnt and that's not a fun time either. Have have your lips gotten yeah, burnt? They've gotten burnt before. Gross. <laughs> no, that's the stuff. I still I still say it's the shoulders. Shoulders okay. hands down are the worst because that shower that first yep, that first hot shower it's bad afterwards. it's bad. I get Good the whole luck. shoe thing, but shoulders much much worse. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Feet are pretty bad. I, We'll, we'll maybe uh, agree to disagree yeah. here. <laughs> Feet are pretty bad. I think that's the first ag- disagreement we've had on, on, on air. On the show, yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. Look at that. Congratulations. History. <laughs> what was that? That's cute. Yeah, right? <laughs> What's in that coffee cup? 
Coffee. <laughs> What's <laughs> six hour old coffee? Six hour old coffee. <laughs> shout out elevation. Uh, shout out elevation. Well, with that, let's go ahead. Which camera am I looking at here? Let's go ahead and get into this episode. Well, welcome into Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer. My name is Austin, and we're so glad that you've joined us in this episode. And we're kind of talking about an interesting topic today. Wouldn't you say so, Spencer? <laughs> I just, I did that because... <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, aside from our other conversations, it is pretty interesting compared to the non-interesting ones. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but today we're talking about... Uh, I guess, what are we going to call it? Idols? It's, All things idols. That's, yeah, what we've been, that's kind of what we've been throwing around. Something like that. It's a little weird because people are like, idols, like that's a weird term. Like when we think of like idols, I remember my parents, like when we would like go through the Bible and like it, we'd talk about idols. And then that was also in the heyday of American Idol. Hmm. So we're like, so is this is this show like bad? Uh, that like, that whole argument, the whole like, oh, is American Idol idolatry? What? <laughs> oh, you never heard that? Argument, oh no. no, I've heard that before. It's, oh. it's a weird weird <laughs> argument. I think it was just like I don't know, like you when you think of like an idol, like you think of like a role model or something yeah, like that. Exactly. So that can be kind of interchanged, and that's not like we're not talking about role models here. We're talking about something that was. That's still a problem today that was a little bit right. different, but also not really the same right. as in the Old Testament. Right, right. And, I mean, to think about it, so so how would, as way of introduction, how would you define, or in talking about idols, how would you, what's a basic definition that we can work with? Yeah, so an idol is like anything that you make a god in your life. Okay. Um, and so that's something that you kind of worship mm-hmm. and you may not know that you're worshiping it in a way, but something that you're devoting your time to. Okay. Um, I like that. So anything that you're spending most of your time, you are making a God in your life. Right. Okay. Um, and that may sound weird to mm-hmm. people cause you're like, I'm not like singing songs to like my phone or to, or like a sport to or, a sport yeah. or to like things mm-hmm. um, or money. Um, like I'm not like, bowing down and like praising but anything that you're like constantly thinking about constantly like Mm. um like striving towards right that's kind of right that's kind of like so making a god i don't know if if you would say the same thing no i like that i like that's a working that's a good working definition i think a good i guess to dig deeper into what you said it's what came to mind for me was anything that we assign worth or value to other than other than God himself. And obviously like we're we're Christians so we're coming at it from a Christian worldview. Yeah. So we come at it from the perspective that the God of scripture and the God of the Bible is the only one worthy of worship and worthy of devotion. But obviously like we live in a culture, 21st century western American culture where that's not that belief isn't really true, mm-hmm. right? So I guess idolatry can take I guess different shapes a lot. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess what are no we're kind of jumping around here but <laughs> what uh what what are some examples like give us a good picture of what modern day idolatry is so it's weird cuz i feel like you don't think about a right. lot of these things um so i gave a couple earlier um you can definitely make money one right. money is one that a lot of people make a yep. god um one that well, one that uh i would say like kind of surprised me too is like self like hmm. you make your, you can make yourself a god. Well, that's like your image. What people are thinking about, like concerned hmm. about that, right? And I think we all can do that 
from time to time. Right. Um, and it's very like we can very quickly look past that. Hmm. Um, and then we can look at like even relationships or someone else as a God. Um, even when talking about like role models or idols or like people you look up to, like think like almost worshiping them. Um, like, like, uh, so you're thinking specifically athletes, celebrities, yeah, yeah, some like people we've elevated to this role of, I guess, superior than the average human being. Right? Exactly. In even relationships too, hmm. like your spouse or someone you're dating, hmm. like you just, you know, focusing all on them. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking like, um, like you said, from like a biblical worldview here, um, when you're trying to strive towards God or mm-hmm. when you have a relationship with God, but you're more focused on this other person can kind of take you or this other thing can take you away mm-hmm. from God. Wow. And that's a little dangerous. Yeah, that's, I mean, those are all like huge examples, right? Yeah. Things that take our devotion, take our hearts away from serving God, from walking with God. Yeah. And I mean, a big one, I would say too, I know you said, did you say, no, you didn't say this, uh, social media? Social media, That's yep. a That's a big one. And I think it kind of wraps into what you were talking about, the, I guess, the self-centeredness. And that's such a, that's something that, I mean, personally, if I'm being dead honest, like that's something that slips my mind, right? Like they're so, I guess it's my default to like when I sad, angry, frustrated, whatever, I collapse inward, mm-hmm. right? And I yep. think it's all about me. But I found even, take out the whole Christian worldview, take that out of this discussion momentarily, yep. not, not entirely, yep. but momentarily. I noticed something in myself that I'm just, there's something off. There's something not, I'm not myself when that happens, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of ironic because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not myself while focusing <laughs> on myself, yeah. right? So there's a dilemma here. That, and that, I guess, kind of causes you to look at it and be like, okay, maybe this is a problem. Maybe this is an idol, kind of yeah. like what we were talking about today. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I agree. So how, like, so how does doing that take you away from God exactly? Ooh. Um, well, I would say like, like it just it causes me to focus on myself and prioritize feeling above what I know to be true or what bene- what what God may be calling me to do in that moment, mm-hmm. right? So if if God has called me to, I don't know, like if I see my brother in need, like my my actual brother, yeah, and God's called me to do that, but you know, I for whatever reason I'm just feeling sad, down, angry, depressed, whatever you want to call that. My inward nature says focus on myself, right? It says don't help, don't help Alec, don't go help him because you need to focus on yourself right now. Mm-hmm. Where there is absolutely a place for that. And I think we talked about that with uh, Christianity and mental health. Yeah. Uh, like there's absolutely a place for balancing and and working through what's going on in here. But it becomes a problem when that's your your main goal, right? When you're so prioritizing yourself and how you're feeling above everything else, then that kind of that should kind of make you stop and be like, okay, who am I really worshiping or who am I really serving here? Who am yeah. I who am I living my life for? Mm-hmm. Right. And and they're all kind of all these things are almost dis- very much distractions. Hmm. Um, and I think. I'll, most of them are, you know, not bad in themselves. Yep. Like sports isn't bad in itself. Money isn't bad in itself. We, I mean, we've had that money talk before. 
Um, that money talk. That money talk. <laughs> We've had that money talk before, you know. Um, no, but when we like put all of our attention on that, mm. then like that takes us away. And the thing is, um, like sports wasn't one that I originally thought <laughs> that was like, oh, that can be an idol until like you know we were just talking about March Madness is coming up mm-hmm. earlier. And you start focusing all like, oh, I can't wait for March Madness. Like right. you're filling out brackets on brackets on brackets. Like yeah. once again, not a not a bad thing in right. itself. But if you're right. making that become like your everything and like, you know, not spending time with God during that time, then it's like, okay, well maybe this is and like instead of instead of going and spending your time with God, like you're like watching every single game, right? And not and like replacing your time with God mm-hmm. with that. Um, or when it, yeah, yeah, I I like what you just said that replacing your time with God, when it becomes, it, it, it takes the place of other activities Mm -hmm. that like, you know, help you yeah, and you know, help you become your truest self, right? Who God made you to be, then that would be idolatry. Exactly. And the thing is, whether that's, you know, a person or money or social media or self, like it always leaves you feeling empty. And hmm. we were talking about this before because, like, it's not going to satisfy those gods aren't going to satisfy you. Hmm. And we were kind of talking about this before. Um, like, idols in the Old Testament, because I was reading through uh, Samuel. Okay. Samuel. Yeah. I think it was talking about this in 1 Samuel. I could be wrong. Um, but it was talking about, like, these idols, you know, that people were going and worshiping. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, Samuel's time, like, I believe, was talking about how they could just be destroyed. They could be washed away or mm-hmm. someone was talking about the idols that these people were yeah. worshiping, which were actually like fake gods. Like mm-hmm. they were, you know, like Buddha-esque yeah. where people were like worshiping these like statues. Mm-hmm. Like these statues could literally, their gods could literally be destroyed and gone and mm-hmm. wiped away. Um, right. And so what then? Like you're, if they're not pow- more powerful to get rid of that, then they're not going to satisfy you. Right. And I think... I I think the Bible is powerful for a number of reasons, but I think I, I've grown to, and we've talked about this, but I think even since the episode where we talked about uh, the relevance of the Old Testament, my love for and understanding of the Old Testament has grown in a way to because we've kind of almost separated the Old and the New Testaments, right? Like, like kind of stereotyped it. Old Testament law, don't do this, do this, don't do this or this punishment. And the New Testament... It's all grace, right? Mm -hmm. I found that to be strikingly not the case. I see a whole bunch of God's grace in the Old Testament. And what makes the Old Testament abundantly relevant for us today is this addressing of idols, right? Because, and super nerd moment, so stick with me. (laughs) Stick with me, Spencer. (laughs) Uh, So the Old Testament, the context into which it was written, it was largely... The, there's a big word for it, but there was the large belief, the dominant belief in that era, that there were other gods. That you can, yeah, sure, Israel can serve Yahweh, but there's all the other gods there, right? Like, what makes him better than the Egyptian gods or the Mesopotamian gods? There's really no distinction. So that's why you read in, it says it in Proverbs, it says it in the Psalms a few different times, the fool says in his heart there is no God. Because even in that day and age, people couldn't conceive of not believing in a God, a mm-hmm. higher power. Yeah. So the idolatry that was going on at the time of Israel was much different than what we, we would call yeah. today, right? Now, obviously, there is some elements of like, hey, there there is some, I guess, a rising 
theological belief that there are other gods besides the God of the Bible, which, okay, we can address that another time. But you're saying currently there is, yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there in, in some different academic circles I've encountered, there are there's a rising belief in what's called the religious other, okay, so and just embracing that. So, real nerdy stuff, real in depth stuff, yeah, I love it. <laughs> if you love it too, <laughs> you can let me know in the comments below. <laughs> um, but anyway. You sidetracked me. Uh, <laughs> just, I, you sidetracked yourself. It's a joke. That was all you. <laughs> no. Anyway, so the idolatry in the Old Testament was much different than what we're facing today because it was talking about actual gods, actual deities besides yeah. the, the God of the Bible. And I think what makes the Old Testament so powerful is that when God proves himself, like in the Exodus, God basically walked through the, the ten plagues of Egypt, right? He basically goes through and, in a way, denounces each Egyptian god, showing himself to be more powerful. And then, in this, I guess, big climactic event, he brings the children of Israel out of the Exodus and says, I am the Lord your God. And even the Egyptians had to stop and marvel at the fact that he was their god, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why you get to the Ten Commandments, and the first one is, you, have, you shall have no other gods before me, Right? And I know we've talked about this a little bit, but that can seem kind of restrictive. Yeah. Like it could be, seem kind of just cut and dry and you get to that part of the scriptures and you just kind of flip forward to the New Testament where things get good again. Yeah. But if you look at it through that way, like it's this call to make God your everything. It's not a call to just live this weird <laughs> isolated life, right? Yeah. And that's what this call to, idolat- to away from idolatry is. It's a call to real life, not, I guess, life that leaves you sad, feeling sad, empty, longing for more mm-hmm. yeah it's, it almost seems like kind of like i think uh at first I, everyone thought it's kind of like oh god like seems selfish or like yeah. jealous and it's like well but it's you know for a good reason because he cares about you right um so but what are some like if you know we all have like you know gods that we're trying not to it's like right. we all have these things where we're like okay i'm working to make the actual god my focus right um so what are like some practical steps that we can take like away from those those other Mm -hmm. idols in our lives like what are some practical steps i think one practical step is and you you may be able to dive a little bit deeper into this but i I like the practice of journaling yeah have you ever journaled before Uh i do yeah i i think that's something that has really helped me kind of it, it helps organize my thoughts i know like sometimes my thoughts can just be oh yeah literally all over the place exhibit a that previous discussion <laughs> <laughs> but i think journaling helps you to sit down and ask ask the deep questions yeah what is going on in here and it allows you to be with god in this way that maybe like you haven't thought of before right mm-hmm. god may bring things to the surface through journaling and you just got to ask yourself, like, just come before God and ask, is there anything here that is keeping me from you? And I think, do you think that's a good question to ask, like a good question to come before? Do you think that's not in-depth enough, or do you think that no, kind of covers No, I think it? that's a good question. I know there's a book called, like, Scary Prayers or something. You know what I'm talking Dangerous about? Dangerous Prayers. Dangerous Prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's probably, like, a scary, there's definitely scary prayers to pray because there's going to be stuff that reveals truth, and mm-hmm. you're like, it, it's going to get, like, hard for you to work through. Right. Um, but it's all for the best. Uh, no, I think that's a great one. Um, 
what's the the prayer that is it David's prayer where it's like show anything in me that you oh, that yeah, offends yeah. you, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's a dangerous prayer to pray. I'll tell <laughs> Why you would what. you say that's dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> it is, um, but but yeah, mm-hmm. I think also so yeah, sitting before God sometimes in silence saying, "Hey, like God, search me and know me." see if there'd be any wicked way in me. I think that's a good place to start. I think also uh, having a good support system, mm-hmm. a good system of accountability to yeah. like to talk openly with people about, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not the the account of, it's not like the typical accountability groups. Though those are good and they can help. Yeah. But I think just having that community around you, just one, maybe two people who you can really sit there and ask like How's it going? Yeah. And, and not have to give the, the trite, oh, I'm good, how are you, mm-hmm. right? I think that, honestly, that might be this, apart from prayer, I think that might be the biggest thing Yeah. in this talk about, I guess, ridding yourself mm-hmm. of idols, anything that keeps you from God. Absolutely. And um, I have a couple of friends who are like that, that you can like just like, hey, like, how's it going? Yeah. Like, you know, realizing, I had a conversation with a friend, just realizing that you can't do life on your own Hmm. like obviously jesus but like (laughs) but like obviously (laughs) but like also like having other people in your life yeah like realizing that you can't fight through everything you can't you know put this weight of like just life on your shoulders like you need a good support system you need a community to be around um because none of us are strong enough to you know just do life on our own right um you're gonna have ups and downs and People who are going to be, you need people who are going to be around for your highs and people who are going to be around for your lows. Mm. So I think that's really important too. Right. And if you look, another reason why I love scripture is because you look at scripture and the ideal life that, that runs throughout scripture is, yes, us and God, but it's not just individuals and God. Yeah. It's the community and God. It's the, in, in, in the Old Testament, it was Israel. Mm-hmm. In the New Testament, it's the church. Right. Yeah. It's all of these little churches connected by one thread, and that's the good news of the kingdom of God being here on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. And I think, in a way, we were made to be connected with one another. And if we're not connected with one another, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna turn inward. We're gonna make ourselves the idols, right? We're going to we're going to look at all of these things around us and to kind of circle back and bring it to a nice conclusion here the idols we see in america today are not so much deities they're material things right mm-hmm. I, I, material things or relationships i think that's a big one yeah the i guess happily ever after ending um even political ideology like that's a big idol yep, right we missed that one yeah right <laughs> how did we miss that? <laughs> whoops but i think it's important to recognize yeah we're co- we're in a different playing field. We're on a different playing field, right? But we're in the same game. Like, idolatry is nothing new. Mm-hmm. It's been here for thousands and thousands of years. But the beautiful thing that has stayed the same is God's love despite our idolatry. Yeah. Because I think what I oftentimes wrestle to remember is that like God, God loves me more than I can even comprehend and he calls me deeper to know him deeper out of love, right? Not out of like, oh, you got to do this. 
He's not just up in heaven, like saying you have to check off these boxes and do all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that does that does that kind of connect with what we're talking? Yeah. About? No. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if it was just another <laughs> random idea I had. <laughs> no, and I think you look back at uh, at the Old Testament mm-hmm. um, and see where like you know God was angry that like ima- like imagine bowing down to some random statue, mm-hmm. um, and like in this day of age it'd be really weird Mm -hmm. but like imagine like doing that like when you actually know that jesus died for your sins and you're still like bowing down to the statue like god was angry and Mm -hmm. um and that he still is like all right he spared him like he could have torched them all there and could have forsaken them completely um but when they repented and they're you know, right. turn their eyes towards him. He forgave them all, which is crazy because it goes on and on and on where God's saying all these bad things he's going to do to these people. <laughs> and then he's like, and then it's like, oh man, these guys are going to get it bad. And then, and then he's like, ah, you know what? They asked for forgiveness. They yeah. came back to me. I'll forgive them. And it's like, you see that before Jesus was there and which is crazy. And, you know, people think in the Old Testament, it's all just like, we're get we're talking a lot about the Old Testament, but you think it's hey, a, I love the Old Testament. <laughs> Let's dig into it. People, people think it's all just a bunch of like God just mm-hmm. unleashing mm-hmm. His wrath, mm-hmm. and it's like there's a lot of mercy and grace in there, right? Before Jesus stepped foot on the earth, mm-hmm. which is crazy, and it blows me away because <laughs> I don't know if you guys are like me in this scenario, but when you read that, you read all this stuff that He's gonna do. Uh, and then you see, like, oh, like he kind of, like, it almost appears like he let him off the hook. Mm-hmm. He didn't let him off. Like, he did it because he loved yeah, them. And yeah. I, I think of the, what is it? I think it's Isaiah 1. He goes, I, I think Isaiah in kind of his opening says, if you would have turned to me, I would have washed your sins. I w- Though they be red as scarlet, I would have washed them white as snow. Who could do that but a God who loves you, right? Mm-hmm. You can look, sure, you can look at the Old Testament through a, a lens of punishment. But I don't think that's accurate. I think from the cover to cover, I think the the thread that runs all the way through is God's mercy. Even in talking about this this I guess topic of idolatry, right? Yeah, you're talking about the things that like the physical idols that bow down that mm-hmm. we like bow down to. Um, even His grace in that is just it's baffling. Yeah, for real. It just it makes you sit, sit back and go, who else but Jesus? <laughs> For real. <laughs> and I, I can get caught up in like reading that as well. I was like, crap, I'm screwed. And then it's like, oh yeah, that's right. God loves me. <laughs> I, can we get that on a t-shirt? <laughs> what? Crap, crap, I'm, I'm screwed. screwed. Wait, God loves me. <laughs> Let's start our business. That's great. Uh, well, Hey, thank you guys so much for joining in with us today. If you guys have any questions or maybe you have something that we missed because we are very likely to miss things in talking about this topic of idolatry, please let us know in the comments. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for putting up with all of our visual shenanigans. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get podcasts, thank you for listening to our Audible shenanigans. Yes. Yeah, Audible Audible shenanigans. But... Until next time, thank you guys so much for watching. And thank you, I just have to say, thank you so much for sharing. It really does make a difference when you just share it with just one person. Uh, I, I try to share each episode with one person. So it really makes one difference. So if this video, you liked it, 
feel free to smash that like button. It's usually me. Austin usually shares the podcast. Yeah, says, I just, hey, check this out, man. Like he wasn't there. It's like, I know, we did this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. But uh, hey, thank you guys so much for liking. Thank you so much for following along and sharing with us. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. See you guys. Hey everybody, this is Austin from Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer, and we release episodes on Thursdays, and we would love to connect with you. You can watch either on YouTube or anywhere that you can download or listen to a podcast, we are on there as well. And we would love to connect with you and figure things out with you. So join us on Thursdays for Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer.